This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Absolutely incredible. Every single person's contributed to that. Absolutely outstanding. A truly incredible night at Northampton Sixfield Stadium, Wednesday the 18th of May 2022, a date the Stags will never forget. John Joe O'Toole wins it in the midfield for Mansfield, four for Aikens, needs to find a pass, oh, here is oh, Stephen oh, Quinn, oh, Stephen oh, Quinn will be onside, Chewy though he's onside, ball it towards the end, get it in, get in, And there's no real intro needed here tonight on the back of that. That's why we're here. We're all proud beyond belief. This is the place to share all of that emotion, your pride, your joy, your memories of a phenomenal night singing in the rain. So come and have your say on your team. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. And we're off to Wembley. Oh my goodness, what a night it was last night at Sixfield Stadium. The Stags <laughs> off to Wembley for the uh, playoff final, League Two playoff final. We're going to find out who against tonight as Port Vale take on Swindon. We'll talk about that in a bit more detail later on. But first, let's cross over to some fans. Oh, yeah, Cam's here with me, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Let's cross over to a couple of fans who were also in the rounds at Sixfield Stadium last night. Let's say good evening to Mr Clive Parking. Good evening. How are you? Well? 
Uh, good evening, everybody. I'm absolutely delirious. Well, you're always delirious, Clive, but what about after last Deliriously night? happy. Seriously happy. There you go. Yeah. Deliriously happy. Another man as well who is, uh, is happy is Mr. Alan Wilson. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, Craig, Cam, Clive, and good evening, everybody. I'm very well, thank you. Jolly good. It's good to see you, as always. Good to see everyone. Now, obviously, you'll notice that uh, I'm here. Cam's here. You all right? All right. Yeah, you all right? Just about. Just about. Alan's here. Clive's here. But Nathan's not here. Now, we need all five of us on the podcast. And Nathan was due to join us on the show. But he's had a bit of an operation of late. And he messages about five minutes before the show. And, uh, well, there was something wrong with him. And... We are going to try and get him on the phone in a second, um, and then I'm going to put a picture on, on screen. But whilst I do that, I need to just change some settings very, very quickly. So whilst I do, I'm going to hand over to Mr. Alan Wilson to talk us through his views on last night's game. Well, got there, enjoyed myself, uh, got lined up for the uh, to go into the stand. Everybody was being searched. When I got there, it just, <laughs> funnily enough, he just said, you're all right, mate, carry on, go through. So well, when I'd expect it... nothing less. Can you still hear me, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Oh, excellent. There you go. That's almost seamless. Oh. Almost seamless. Shall we try and win? Shall we try and ring Nathan? And try and see what Why happens. Not? Now he won't be able to hear you or Clive because I've not got it rigged up that way, but no. he will be able to hear me and Cam. He might be able to actually hear you through the speaker, actually, but uh, be a bit disordered. Now, we've not planned this with Nathan. We've not sent him a text or anything to let him know. So this is uh, what's going to happen. In fact, he's ringing me now. So we'll oh. see what happens. Good evening, Mr. Nathan Edge. How are you? Evening. I'm not too bad. That's jolly, jolly good. You need to take those off, mate, so I can hear Nathan as well. So, yeah, just it, it is. Um, it is all good. Now, um, just turn the volume right up, mate, so we can. Uh, so it almost acts like a speaker. This wasn't planned, Nathan. So you know, it's all a bit, all a bit last minute. Uh, how are you? Are you okay? Uh, I mean, I could be better. You know, I don't. I mean, obviously, the the winds. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm buzzing from that, but. During the goal celebrations, obviously, I had an operation last week, and I think I might have uh, split a few um, few stitches. So, um, yeah, now, <laughs> I'm feeling just... the effects today. Now, can I just check uh, by way of virtue of a thumbs up or a nod of the head? Can Alan and Clive both hear Nathan? Yes. yes. Excellent, excellent work. Well, Nathan, there's no escape in the podcast now because we've managed to uh, hook you up via mobile yeah, well, communication device. I mean, I, I can't hear you, so... I've just thought, I don't know, I thought if I go, I might get my stuff ready um, and I'm just going to join without a camera. So I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be with you in a minute. Can you not hear me? Not very well. As in, I just need to turn it up a bit. Turn it up a bit. <laughs> ramp, ramp it up a bit. Gain at the top. Can you can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, son? Can you hear me now? I, I can. There's a little bit of a buzzing in the background, but yeah, I can. I can hear you. Well, okay. you can get your stuff if you want, but we, it's entirely up to you. Uh, but we just we're going to share this photo that you've sent us anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'll talk to people about what's on the screen now. We'll come on to all the Wembley stuff in a bit. We want to embarrass you first. There's a picture of you lying face down on the floor on some sort of like mattress type thing. What's all that about? It's, I mean, Oliver's playroom is his soft play ramp. That's what I'm playing on. So you're lying on Oliver's soft play ramp? <laughs> yes. Why? Why? Explain to the people at home why. Because I've, 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 I've had an operation on, my, on my, my, my lower back, basically. So because I've potentially pulled the stitch, stitches during the celebrations, um, <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of pain today and I can't sit down. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my front for the day. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, 
it's entirely up to you what you want to do. If you want to come on with no camera, that's absolutely fine. We've explained to people at home what it's like. We might give you a ring back later on, but we just wanted to get you on the podcast because it's, you know, I don't know if you heard or not, but we're going to Wembley. Oh, I didn't realise that. Did you not? No, well, there you no, go. So, so should have mentioned it. Bearers of good news. Right, we're going to let you go, and then uh, we might catch you on the show later on with, with no camera, but we just wanted to get you on and get you a part of it because, you know, last night was a uh, was a great night. So uh, don't, I'll see you soon. don't split you back too much, and, and we'll see you in a little bit. See you in a bit. <laughs> Goodbye. Turn that it's all good. Not that one. The other one. That one. That's the one. Oh dear. So Nathan H there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, nice to nice to hear from him, and uh, I'm sure we all send him our well wishes at home, don't we, as well, Clive? We do indeed, and I feel sorry for the lad. There's nothing worse than not being able to sit down. Keep talking. <laughs> Why is that then? Oh, well, that's changed my uh, settings over. Now. Oh, I thought you might yeah. be interested in what I got to say. The Mansfield Matters podcast, always bending over backwards for all his friends. I know. There you go. Happy days. Right. Should we delve into some? Uh, should we delve into some comments? I imagine there's loads uh, coming up. By the way, there's no structure or what even planned for this show tonight. We just thought we'd come on and ramble because we're going to do it exactly. We, we, we sort of planned it about half an hour ago, so it's all good fun. It all came together then. So, cheers, everyone. Hope you've got your cup of tea. Cheers. It's a nice uh, Wembley for us. Right, let's delve into some comments, shall we? Um, Cheryl kicks us off tonight saying, Come on, you stags. Mark says, Hi, guys. Hope everyone is well. Just about to watch the Swindon Vale game. Who would you guys uh, rather face in the final? Uh, and what's your reasons for your choice? Personally, I don't mind either way, as I think we have the tools to uh, beat either team. Um, let's start with Alan Wilson. Who would you rather face, Port Vale or Swindon? Swindon. Because I think they've only got really one player of any note who's any good. And I think Nigel, with his being very astute as he is, with his management skills, he'll just man-mark him out of the game. Clive, what about you? Swindon or Port Vale? Swindon. Several reasons. One, I think uh, Wallace can wipe McCurdy out early on. Uh, uh, secondly, if we succeed and get through, in, we get promoted, then we won't be playing Swindon next year. And if we don't and we lose to them, we won't be playing Swindon next year. So that's why I want it to be Swindon. And I've got a bit more of an affection for for teams like um, uh, Port Vale, what they they and their fans have been through. I think we all sympathise with that. Well, I've not just brought you here to drink my tea and, and push buttons on, on that desk. Uh, I'll get your opinion as well. Port Vale or Swindon? Personally, Swindon. I think you look back at the game... At the county ground earlier this season, it was unlucky to be a one-nil loss. Obviously, Tyrese Sinclair's free kick did cross the line, and it was missed. So a little bit of injustice there. But then, obviously, we then played them just after the third round of the FA Cup, and until conceding late on, wiped the floor with them for for most of the evening. And Mansfield just played absolutely out their skins. Jordan Bowery, George Maris. Reese Oates on a driving run to get that penalty. Stephen McLaughlin finishing it off with a very powerful penalty. So, I just think all around, I think we've just got more over Swindon. I think they'll have a point to prove that they'll want to beat us. But I think we've done it once. We can do it again. And I think, yeah, keep McCurdy quiet and Swindon are a bit inconsistent. My reasons are exact, uh, different, but my team is exactly the same. Swindon, again, for me, I think looking at the way Port Vale have played against us twice this season. They play some really good attacking football and I think Mansfield sometimes really struggles to deal with that. They play with three centre-halves and quite often the right side centre-half and left side centre-half 
act as wingers and it, they push really high and test Mansfield. I don't think that the Stags game suits going against a Port Vale side. Um, I'd like to see Port Vale get to the final for you know for Daryl Clark and for for what he's been through on a personal level this season. But in terms of giving ourselves the best chance to try and um, to try and get to you know League One. Sorry, Vale have just missed an absolute sitter. I'd have to say, uh, I'd have to say, Swindon. Yeah, Cam's watching the Port Vale game as uh, we go along as well. <laughs> We're well, boring you, Cam. <laughs> I know. Let's delve in some more comments. Roy says, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to Wembley. Oh no! But what a great night, great game, and saw it out very well indeed. Uh, Mark says, was at a table tennis tournament, so missed the game. Watched it this morning uh, on the replay. Awesome defensive display. Aiken superb for me. Hawkins incredibly. Uh, winning everything. Uh, Jamie says, I was very worried about the team last night, but we pulled it off. Uh, let's talk about that, actually, Alan. Yeah, when we saw the team news uh, last night, I think we're all a little bit miffed, weren't we, at, at one stage? Yeah, I'm going to say, when I saw the team, Craig, I, I just didn't like the look of it. But then, you know, thinking about it, it only took me five or so minutes thinking about it. I thought, it's horses for courses, isn't it? You know, that's what the squad's there for. And it did exactly what it said on the tin. I thought they played very, very well indeed. Yeah, he mixed it up a little bit last night, didn't he, Clive, as well? I mean, first time that Hawkins and uh, Perchard actually played together as a centre-half pair, and I thought they, they dealt with it relatively well once they settled into the game. I thought it was a cracking pick. I mean, I, I was really pleased to see Hewitt back in the team. Um, yeah. I think he adds quality and a little bit of pace. And what a revelation to put O'Toole where he's wanted to be all season. You know, moving put him ahead of the defence. I think he had a cracking game there, and it, it's uh, it, it's an indicator where we might be going next season with him. Yeah, there's lots of options in there, of course, with him. And then uh, Kieran Wallace was there as well. And um, let's uh, bring in the injured Stag, who's uh, not going to be uh, in uh, be joining us in terms of uh, video, but he is there with audio. <laughs> Nate, can you hear us? I can indeed. Hopefully, you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. The injured Stag. Uh, uh, with us as well. What did you make of the team selection last night? We're just talking a, a little bit about that. Uh, when we saw it, we were thinking, oh, we may be setting up a little bit uh, overly defensively, but actually it was a tactical masterclass in the end from Nigel Clough. Yeah, it was. I mean, um, speaking to everybody in the, in the pub sort of before the match when the team news came out, um, everybody was assuming we were going with a back five or, you know, back three and, and, and two wing backs. Uh, and I, I kept saying, no, John Joe's going to midfield. Because I, I said it on the podcast, didn't I, the, the other night? Yeah. I said I'd move him into midfield. I said that, and I'd put Hewitt right back and move Perch in the middle. But everyone was saying, no, nah, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. I was like, you wait, you wait. But I'd start to believe, I doubted myself. I was like, that's not going to happen. Um, so based on going at five, you know, five and, and looking at the team selection, I did think it was going to be a bit negative and, and not necessarily going to work. But, um, you know, by God, did they... First of all, obviously, we was wrong with the formation anyway. I think most most guests, but did they also prove us wrong? The you know the ones that you had question marks over the likes of Aikens, etc. There, it didn't really matter how necessarily how well we played. It was the effort to a man. Every single player on that on that pitch left everything, and that's that's what even if we lost, I think that's all we wanted, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Nick. We mean just for context. Me and Cam are both watching the Port Vale game at the same time. And we, there was a penalty decision against Samal. Um, it was just, it's a Stonewall penalty. He's jumped with his arms no. miles up here and it's blocked. It's Stonewall pen, but... This, this shows how our little attention we're paying to tonight's show, really. It's just all put together because we're all joyous at being at Wembley. Uh, Clive, talk to me a little bit about um, last night's... Uh, <laughs> midfield, but I mean, I can just... I mean, to be honest, 
that's more funny than that, to be fair. So, um, <laughs> talk to me more about uh, the midfield last night. Because, like you say, John Joe in that midfield. Uh, Kieran Wallace there as well. You know, he's another one of those players that people are a little bit dubious about. I know he went in for a flying tackle and some Northampton fans think he should have got his marching orders for it. But I actually thought he had a, a steady game for us. He had a great game, I thought, uh, and uh, quietly influential as well. The, the the thing about that tackle is I've looked at it several times and um, on any other day, another referee would have broke his arm in his effort to get the red card out quickly to it because it was one of those tackles that looked like a red card, didn't it? And, yeah. uh, and the lad came down in a great... Well, two heaps it came down in. So I think it, we did get away with a bit last night, but by God, haven't we been waiting for that because we've had no rubber the green where officials have been concerned all season so it was nice to get a little bit of a, a comeback really on, on official decisions last night yeah but i know i think he made a splendid addition to the side and in fact every i know it sounds like a platitude now but everybody in the side worked their socks off and that's what most fans want is every player to play like it matters and they did and the irony is, probably the least influential player last night was our best player of the season, Oates. But there again, it wasn't a game for Oates, was it? He'd gotten very little in the way of service. It wasn't his sort of game. But he was contributing. He was making a pest of himself. He was taking two defenders with him when he, when he did try and get anything away. So I can't fault the team last night. I can't fault any individual player. And you've got to give credit to Clufford in his management team on picking a, a slightly unusual format. But didn't it work, eh? Yeah, absolutely. That's what he gets paid the big bucks for, Cam. <clears throat> yeah, it does. Um, so it's very off-putting watching this game currently. Yes. Oh, I can help you with that. Yeah, let's put, let's put it down there, actually. Put it down there, actually. Yeah. Vale's just scored, so too warm in that. But. Yeah, let's concentrate on Mansfield, because Mansfield matters. Oh. Let's not forget that. Right, I'll help you out by diving into some comments. Go on, then. Why do I invite him on? Why do you mean... I spent all season watching Ollie Oaks and just because we got to Wembley, he turns up, Nate. It's shocking, isn't it? Well, he turns up and he's still still watching something on telly. Yeah. <laughs> Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Oh, yeah, by the way, right, I've gone out of my way to pick him up tonight, wasting my petrol. He could have just gone, he could have gone round to Alan's house. Yeah, true. Nah, Alan, Alan would have Alan's like, no, no, thank you. Nah. <laughs> Always welcome, Cam. Always welcome. Thank you. Uh, Nathan says, uh, not our Nathan, in the comments, Nathan. Uh, what a night. My wife broke her glasses during the first goal, so he must have been sharing the same excitement as Nathan. Um, everyone was solid, says Chris. Um, Greg says, I think I speak for everyone in the Mansfield Matters community when I say Craig, Alan, Clive, Nathan, and no, just Nathan. I can't see anyone else's name there. Deserve a big thanks for providing us with the great, great <laughs> content, listening to all our thoughts and putting a smile on our faces all season. So thank you, gents. See you at Wembley. Absolutely. Yeah. Really looking forward to seeing you all at Wembley. Um, thank James, you, Greg. Yeah, Jamie yeah, says, thank you, Greg. Uh, Northampton players were just diving all over the place. How influential, Nathan Edge, was uh, your favourite player's, uh, favorite player's goal on uh, 31 oh, minutes? I, that, I mean... It was. I think it was massive to get past, you know, get through the first fifteen minutes first of all. Um, so that that was important, especially Bishop's save in the in the opening second. So uh, let's not sort of underestimate what a difference that made. But getting that goal, I mean, can you imagine what those that that, that second half would have been like if we hadn't got that? Um, it, it was nerve wracking as it was. So to get that goal the the way we did, 
was superb, and 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 it was a man of the moment. The 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 player I've never had any doubts with you know, whatsoever. <laughs> Always had belief in, and and I chose as my player of the season. And as, well, I think everyone did, to be fair. But uh, what a goal! And 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 on that, obviously, I got my injury, and I know someone obviously mentioned there with it with a glass as well. Like we during the goal, uh, about ten minutes afterwards, I realised I'd lost my cane and my uh, and my coat because uh, it was on my chair, oh, and, and I realised that. We'd actually all moved down a seat. Nobody would even noticed. So I'm, I'm wondering who the missing person is. Like, where, where's that person gone? If we'd all moved down a seat and nobody noticed. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, just to summarise it, like that's what happened. Like I lost my cane, my coat, and some stitches in, in the process. But it's worth it. I'll do it again. Oh mate, it could only happen to you, couldn't it? Could only happen to you. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Superb. And, and it was Macca to deliver it. I mean, what a guy. Oh dear. Well, we're going to get some reaction from James Perch and Nigel Clough in a second. But I think Nathan made a, a good point there, Alan, about Nathan Bishop. Because Nigel Clough mentioned it in his interview as well. You know, we needed to go there and keep a clean sheet. Northampton had kept 21 clean sheets all season. Their keeper, 16 at home. And people were, I don't know, starting a little bit to doubt Nathan Bishop, wrongly in my opinion. But he got a clean sheet at the perfect time. And honestly, I think that Nathan Bishop had probably his best game in a Mansfield shirt last night. He was commanding. He came and collected everything that was there. He was in the right position at the right time, slowed things down when he needed to, bowled it out short when he needed to as well. An excellent display from him last night. I just think three words that you said there, Craig, uh, it epitomised what Bish did last night, calm and collected. He made a fantastic save in the first minute or so. But to be fair, after that, apart from a few blocks from Mansard, they often puffed. But I don't think they really troubled us, to be fair. I wasn't, I went there, you know, on edge of seat like this. It just, you know, they just, Mansard had enough to beat them on the day. And we beat them fair and I think you've got to recognise, Alan, that what we did successfully last night was to snuff out whatever potency they had. Um, because they've scored goals for fun this season through a number of key players. But every player put their body behind the ball last night. I lost count of the number of blocks that we, we put in. Um, and that's that's sort of spirit you want. And uh, at that point, of course, we they had to score three goals to beat us on the night. And they were never going to score three goals last night. And did everybody else cheer when they took 21 off? Because I thought they were their best player. Kieran, Kieran Wallace... <laughs> Kieran Wallace, take a bow, because he completely took him out of the game and that completely killed their game. Kieran Wallace needs to have some photographs of McCurdy on his wall, I think, between now and Wembley. I think, I think what epitomises what we did well last night was the fact that Northampton had 14 shots in the entire game. They had actually only had one on target, though. Yeah. Which just, it just shows how defensively solid we were. And that that one on target that would have been the first minute, wouldn't it? When it's Bish the first is, minute, yeah. and it's yeah. when Bish pulls so off an absolute worldie. But, but I don't, I I don't re- sorry, I don't recall Mansfield like. ever putting up a better defensive performance at a very important time like they did yesterday. Yeah, an absolute uh, critical defensive display. Let's go back to some more uh, comments. Um, wasn't the celebrations by the players and management uh, awesome? <laughs> Such a de- togetherness, says uh, Susan. Now, Nath, obviously, you know, as we know, we, we take the, the, the mickey out of you sometimes because of, you know, the facts that you can't see and all of, all of this stuff. But 
I think it's probably in these circumstances sometimes. You know what? I, I watch the videos, but I close my eyes and just listen to the noise. That must be a great feeling to hear the noise that, that, that that's generated in the dressing room and sense that feeling. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking there about, you know, the, the defensive display and you wouldn't think I'd sort of really be able to appreciate the same way you did. But actually, it's, despite the atmosphere, you know, the amount of thuds I heard as we're putting in a block, you know, it was actually really noticeable, even for me that had no, you know, whilst I had no commentary or anything like that. So I'm just going, I'm basically there for the atmosphere and, and, and so on. But I could still, even by the sound of, like say the thuds as we're getting all the blocks and stuff, you know, fully appreciate what sort of defensive display was actually putting on. Um, so there's all of that. And obviously we've got the atmosphere there anyway, the singing, which I think all season, uh, you know, actually, we, we, I feel like we've we've always been a pretty pretty good set of fans. You know, most of the time, especially away from home. But this season has been something special, and I think to go, um, you know, I think to to go to Northampton again like we did, and in, in, in numbers and and sing all the way through, just made it that that more special special occasion, like it has been for so many. Uh, Jamie in the comments, Clive says, didn't we look better with Hewitt on the right hand side? I know you were a big advocate of bringing him <coughs> back in and. I think he, he really did solidify us uh, last night. Come on, Cam, thank you. Um, and uh, I, I felt we were, but then we just looked a little bit more assured down there. And again, it showed, didn't it, for the, for the goal? You know, Quinn's in an offside position, but he shouts across to him, uh, leave it, or words to that effect. Hewitt gets the burners on, gets in behind, low ball inside, and uh, we get the goal for it. And then Perch looks much more natural in the centre of the park anyway. Yeah, I thought uh, I've, I've I've argued that whenever we play with the defensive lineup, I would want to see it would have it would have um, Hewitt in in there. He's, he's proved to be a, a very com, uh, competent defender, but he, he's got that turn of pace as well, and and he does put some killing balls in, and um, that's important. I think uh, we've missed that, and it's no mistake we had two clean sheets when he was in the squad, and then they changed the the, the back lineup, and we didn't get clean sheets. In fact, we shipped two goals. In each mm. of those games, so I don't hold it all down to that, but um, it's no coincidence in my book that we're better when he's in the side. By yeah. the way, when we scored, and bear in mind I'm behind the goal where we were scored, I didn't know it was Macca that put it in. <laughs> Funny you should say that. I thought it was Bowery, and I, I couldn't. And then I no, said, we go by Bowery, and bloke said it weren't Bowery. I says, who was it then? He says, I don't know, but it weren't Bowery. I mean, imagine thinking it was like Oates or someone as well. That would just be crazy, wouldn't it? Well, that was Bye, Nathan. <laughs> don't need that negative. I don't need that negativity in this show. No. That's not negativity. That's that's one hundred percent sarcasm. Oh well. It's, do you know? No, honestly, that's it's the position that you'd expect Oates to be in. And to be honest, I Absolutely. couldn't see a thing down that side because the Northampton fans were standing up and tight. I just that, to be honest, I weren't. I just saw it go in the back of the net, and that's all I cared about. It was a good goal. That yeah. was the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, the main thing it was a goal. Yeah, that's that's all a good goal as well. The clean sheet goal. was important, but for me, getting the goal was even more important because the longer it went on, you know, we the more they would have come at us at nil nil, and we really, really needed that. Uh, let's go some more um, comments. Paul says, "Nice to hear you've got your voice back after last night, Craig. Up the stags, roll on Wembley, and I'm going to write to Facebook to start paying you for your appearances on Mansfield Matters. We have all the soaps on nearly five days a week, and we should have the Craig Priest show any." Anyway, let's all enjoy the Wembley show. It's going to be exciting. Now, I appreciate the lovely comments, but it's never and will never be the Craig Pre show. It's all about all of us. 
including Cam, when he eventually, you know, decides to galvanise himself. There you go. <laughs> and uh, and turn up go. for a show. There you go. Um, it's, no, it's all about all of us, but we appreciate your kind words as well. Paul also adds that we should have a walking in Memphis as a Stags playoff final song. Now, you came up with a, a good idea earlier, didn't you? Didn't you? Yes, we did. Um, yeah, obviously, it's, it's 10 years since Mansfield Town last walked, marched up Wembley Way, 11-12 season. No, it's eleven, years. so it's not. Oh, it's years, eleven years. It's, I'm it's, it's, it's over ten. Maths. It's over ten Good years effort. anyway. But point is, uh, we had a Wembley song for then, so we were thinking, sort of like, do we create a song for for this year? And, now, uh, I mean, you know, me and Nathan have got a history of coming up with with lyrics to certain songs, but we can never share them, can we, Nate? Because they're always the the lyrics are a little bit, you know. I don't know what you're on about. I mean, the, the Dion Donahue song was an absolute hit, but it's just not been heard <laughs> by anybody. I'm thinking about um, the Christmas version of um, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Yeah, or, or the 12 Days of John Dempsey. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's leave them there. <laughs> but we have got one man in this group who loves a ditty, loves creating things, create the biscuit song, of course. That's Alan Wilson. Now, we've, Cam's got a point. We had a Wembley song last time we went there. Alan loves a ditty. Clive's in for anything. Nathan likes writing lyrics. I think we should do a Mansfield Matters version of Walking in Memphis. What are you saying, Mr. Wilson? If you, you know, could you, could you, you know, work on it? Consider it done. Yes, that's thought, what you like to hear. I thought, I thought Alan only knew the one tune, though. Is that a bit of a problem? No, point. no, I can put anything to any <laughs> tune, Mr. Edge. Okay, then challenge. There's your challenge. Challenge I have, to, I have to say, lads, I watched the video of the Stags players doing their rendition of Walking in Memphis after the game. I'm glad they tackle better than they sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, it, it took it took about uh, a minute of listening to it to realise what song they were singing. To be honest, but but I don't care. <laughs> they can do what they like. a minute. <laughs> so what what are we saying that I think we we definitely should come up with a Mansfield Matters version of Walking in Memphis. And well, I mean, I that's a good long starting point. Unless we come up with something better, then why not make it Walking in Memphis? As it's now it's now gathering a bit of momentum, isn't it? It is. Now, I think that's that's the point, Nate, isn't it? I think you know if you can uh, you know if you can take the song which the players have clearly got an affinity, affinity for <laughs> and, and turn you know utilize that. Why not? Yeah, well, 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 we'll see. I mean, let's not build this up too much. This is this is us we're talking about. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't expect uh, too much. Oh, yeah, you know, it's not going to be an Eminem slash Ed Sheeran hit, is it? Like, now, well, now, yeah. Alan, Nathan in the comments, uh, Nathan and Paige yeah, have already started you off. So, put on my yellow suede shoes, and I boarded the train, touched down in the land of the yellow and blue, in the middle of the pouring rain. Ivan Hollett won't let won't you look down over me. Yeah, I got a season ticket, but I'm as yellow as a boy can be. Then I'm walking in Mansfield, was walking with my feet 10 feet off the mill, walking in Mansfield, but do we really feel the way we feel? Something like that might work to start you off, Alan. Get your notebook out, get that written down, because I think that's a very good start. That's actually pretty decent, that. Yeah, we'll edit in some, you know, because we need a little bit of iconic commentary, don't we? So we'll see if the BBC are available to give us theirs. And, uh, you know, we'll... we'll, we'll... I've just thought of a lyric that could work because if you've got Memphis, you replace that with benches and you could have something like, I've seen Johnson on benches because that's where he's been all this season, isn't it? (laughs) 
No, it's, it's got to be. It's got. It's, you got to get. I mean, we're gonna have to have a think about this about what we want to get in. Um, we've definitely got to get like you know the, those stags who aren't with us anymore. Sadly, in there. So I think it's perfect about Ivan Hollett. Definitely got to get something about the you know the people who've been influential off the pitch and been cheerleaders for us. So we've definitely got to get Stecky in there somewhere. And then what you know, line. you know, we've, and we've got to. No, we've got to get Mansfield, the line Mansfield matters in there. And also, Alan, I think, Nathy, we've got to get him to get the word galvanised, solidified and toxicity in there as well, haven't we? <laughs> I think we can, I think we you're can ask, do without You're asking those. a lot of the lyric writer. Yeah, we, we, don't need, we don't need toxicity in there. We've, we've got rid of that. That's gone. That's gone. I can I just say that Delta Blues and all that sort of stuff, I mean, it, it is a particular type of uh, theme and I don't see how you can work with that on Mansfield so much. We don't have much of a, a Delta culture in Mansfield, do we? But having said that, Alan can turn his song to anything. I, mean, I, can, al I can already see the, 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 the cogs ticking. <laughs> I think we should get, first of all, dress him up as sure. That would help. <laughs> oh, no, I was going for the Mark Cohen version, but if you want to see him in a frock, that's your own business. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it with me. We will. I'll tell you what, we'll give you a couple of minutes to start thinking about it. Get the tune in your head. Whilst we do that, we're going to have a, a, a quick look at the Port Vale game. And let's get some uh, reaction from last night as I spoke to both James Perch and first, the gaffer, the third manager ever in Mansfield's history to lead us to Wembley, Nigel Clough. Nigel, congratulations, you've booked your space at Wembley. Yeah, hard work, uh, but I think it was an incredible effort by the players throughout the game tonight, over the two legs and over the last eight months, but uh, I thought tonight we were very, very good indeed in denying the opposition uh, a lot of opportunities. Defensively, was that one of the best performances from your sides this season? Yes, to keep a clean sheet, certainly. Uh, but it started at the front, I thought uh, Quinny and Oates, he started that off, uh, and then I thought Jordan and Lucas, doing their defensive duties, were out standing tonight in wide areas. Yeah, the fans were immense as well behind that goal. You saw the scenes at full-time. So what's the scenes like in the dressing room? I don't know. I'll come out to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Uh, I imagine they're absolutely as immense as what they were in the stands. What does it say about your squad and, and the journey that they've been on this season? Because when we came here earlier in the season, it was the lowest ever, you said. Yeah, we were. We were absolutely down and out. And uh, we then put an incredible performance in on the Tuesday against Port Vale and everything picked up from there. But, you know, in seven or eight months, to turn it around that we're going to Wembley uh, I think the players deserve and, and staff and everybody deserve a huge amount of credit to that to that degree because you know when you're joint bottom of the league after nearly a third of the season then to reach Wembley we've, st we've still got a job to do there but to actually reach Wembley uh, it, that's just incredible achievement there are a fair few surprises in the uh, starting lineup tonight in terms of personnel and where they sat what was the thinking behind that John Joe Tall usually been playing at centre half for you but we know can do a job in midfield Kimson sits alongside Kieran Wallace, who I thought was another excellent player for you tonight. Well, we tossed around with the team and thought and discussed uh, ever since Saturday, and we just thought that was the right team tonight. I didn't think it was a particular going to be a particular night for our players, you know, Matty Longstaff and, and Ryan Sturk and uh, and Jamie Murphy. So we couldn't get them on. It was it was about picking a team to win the game to do a job tonight, uh, which they did. Yeah, absolutely. And Nathan Bishop, clean sheet for him tonight. The most in important clean sheet I think he'll ever keep. The most important save was after about 30 seconds of the game or a minute of the game where he tipped on. Uh, if, you know, if they get a goal then, it's a whole different ball game tonight. Uh, but I thought his positioning, his handling, his kicking, everything was good tonight. You know, he's just played 48 plus cup games. He's played over 50 games this season for the first time in his life. It's been a brilliant experience for him. 
Perchie, congratulations. Your hometown club going to Wembley. Oh, it's brilliant. Honestly, uh, it means so much to us as players, us as uh, the fans, the club, people around the around the ground in Mansfield. It means the world. You know, we've put in a right shift there for, t- for two games and uh, got our results and got the reward. And when you guys were here earlier in the season, I know you didn't play much of a part in that one with the injury and what have you, but obviously you knew how the boys reacted. Did you ever think from that point you could get to this point where you are now? You know what, it's funny because we always believed uh, that what the gaff was telling us was right. Uh, we knew if we, when we got our players back fit, we knew we could go on runs like we have done this season, break records and uh, get on the table. We knew we was good enough as a squad. My heart rate's just getting back to normal after commentating on it. What was it like to play in it? Because it was, looked like an absolute battle out there. Yeah, it was. We knew it was going to be a battle coming to Northampton. They sling the ball in from everywhere. Uh, but I think it was immense defensively, uh, not just as a back four, back five, but as a team. You know, Jordan's put a right shift. Lucas has. Oaks has ran himself into the ground. It was just an all, all round great team performance. You've been dragged out of the dressing room to do this. So I apologise that you've got to waste four minutes of your life talking to me. What's the celebrations like in there? Oh, the crazy. After, uh, straight after the final whistle, you know. You can tell by my voice. My voice has gone a little bit. A lot of shouting, a lot of singing, you know. The chairman came in, which was nice. Shook everyone's hand. It was just all around celebrations. Yeah, and of course, you know, you'll have a couple of days of celebration. Nigel Clough said he's going to take you all out for a, for a well-deserved pint over the next couple of days. And then the hard work starts again next week. So that's it, you know. We've got, what is it, nine, ten days to the final. Um, the gaffer's going to take us out tomorrow for some food and a drink. We're playing golf in the morning. Um, just relaxing, just get back down to reality, you know. We can't let it uh, overtake us and carry on until next week. We know we've got a few days now where we can enjoy ourselves, but once next week comes, we're back to work. How key was that goal tonight from Stephen McLaughlin? It was massive. We didn't, looking back now, we didn't need it in the end, but um, just that, that that goal puts a dagger into them, you know, it kills them a little bit, takes the stuffing out of them, and uh, that's what we come to do. We, like I said before on Sky, um, the gaff sets up to go and score the goals. He doesn't come back, come here to sit back and protect the lead on the front foot trying to score goals and that's what we did got to talk about the man behind you tonight Nathan Bishop uh, 16th clean sheet of the season probably the most important one in fact no no probably about it no he's absolutely brilliant tonight uh, Bish was commanding came and caught balls he was confident his kicking was brilliant and he's been good for us all season he's uh, been top class and uh, no one is at Manu he's at Manu for a reason that's uh, James Perch and Nigel Clough speaking to me after the game from Mansfield 103.2 with their uh, excellent post-match reaction. Nice to hear them uh, buzzing as well. Uh, we'll come on to that reaction in a little while, but first just want to clear a few things up. Susan in the comments has asked, do you know where to get the travel tickets for the SSA from? And uh, David's replied uh, as well. There's a little bit of misinformation there uh, from David, as I believe. Um, so I'm just going to uh, clarify what I know. Uh, the SSA will be selling travel tickets for their coaches uh, and therefore no booking will be required. So you don't need to ring up, you don't need to text. All you need to do is, pur- is purchase a travel ticket. Now, said travel tickets um, will be um, will be put on, um, on sale, um, I think, early next week, I would presume. Um, and it'll probably be the club where you can purchase them from. Just bear with the SSA. I know that they're getting a lot of uh, inundated with messages on Facebook and text messages and phone calls as well. Remember, it's a volunteer-led organisation and uh, they're doing the best at the moment to organise those coaches and they'll communicate as soon as they can via all channels um, and via this channel as well uh, to let people know uh, where you can get those travel tickets from. You all right, Clive? You just sort of disappeared then for a minute. Are you all right? Did you... Uh... I've decided I'm going headphoneless like the rest of you. 
Ah, fair play. Have to change my settings. And... Fair play. Ah, don't worry. We we usually w- wouldn't, but obviously with us being two of us, I couldn't. It's, you have to move things around and stuff, so it's all, it's all good. Lastminute.com is what this podcast is all about. Um, Nathan, you heard there from uh, James Perch and Nigel Clough. Let's start with James Perch. It's you know I saw the genuine pride on his face uh, last night when we were doing the interview, and he was struggling to hold back the tears at times because it's been a real, real struggle for him this season at times. And to go from you know thinking that he may never play again to potentially captaining his hometown club at Wembley, presuming Ollie Clark doesn't start, that's a, a massive, massive swing of emotions. Yeah. Um... I was literally thinking that when you know, whilst whilst he was doing that that interview and I listened to it, I mean, how how fitting it is that he, you know he's he's out there doing that interview because um, you know it wasn't that many months ago. I remember remember being outside the eighteen sixty one suite at Stags. I can't remember what game it was, but um, it, it wasn't long after he got his injury, and it it was then where he was sort of saying that it was looking like he was going to be out for the season, and 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 obviously then you realise at sort of his age that that could have been. You know, career ending. You know, and, and what a, what a rubbish way to sort of uh, go out. So, for him to make his his return and and be a, you know, not 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 just like you know, be on the bench. He's actually been a real key part of it, especially in this last sort of ten games or so. Uh, when you add that into the mix, that he's you know a local lad and everything like that, it's 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 you know it's perfect really. And let's just hope that it can all, uh, you know, be that one step further and he can captain us at Wembley and, and, and take us up into League One. It's certainly something we all dream of, isn't it, Clive? Yeah, it's not something that's going to happen very often to our level and, and certainly I'm running out of years to experience these things, so bring it on, I'm happy for it. I'm not going to be happy paying all the bloody money that they'll want for a ticket, but again, you know, <laughs> thankfully I can, I can justify it but it's going to be a great day I mean it'll be a great even better day if we come away having won but I think the the trick here is to enjoy it anyway and yeah I, one thing's for sure it's bound to be a better football in the occasion than the last time we were there in the trophy final which was a dreadful affair. Christ yeah that, that was a really really bad one um, yeah, it, it was a, a shock but I'm sure we're in a much better shape than we were then Alan but this time around you know going to Wembley, finding out for a, a place in League One. Similarly to, you know, last night's second leg, there won't be any expectation on us either, will they, considering of, of where we come out? I think we'll go into it with, you know, that lack of expectation. I think that might uh, bode well in some respects. I think it'll be interesting, Craig. Obviously, we won't know the answer to this. There's only Nigel and probably Andy Garner and maybe Crosby know the answer to this next question. But depending on who we play, you know, they'll probably have two different lineups as well, you know, to play against them. You know, one against Vale and one against uh, Swindon. So it should be interesting, you know, the 11 players that he actually puts out onto the pitch because, you know, it is a squad game, like we've said, and they all did immensely well last night. And whoever gets in, it was nice to see Ollie Clark get on as well. Even though it was the last few minutes, it was really nice to see him back, I thought. Yeah, he's still got a part to, part to play yeah. as the, uh, the Stags captain. Uh, Vicky in the comments says, will I be able to get my tickets from the shop or will it be online? Like I've told, I think you're talking about actual match tickets. I believe, obviously, because at this current moment, as we talk at 21 minutes past uh, eight, um, it will be, uh, you know, we don't know who it's, who's going to be playing. So it is two all on aggregate at the minute. So details will be released um, to on that um, tomorrow. Oh. Um, but I presume it will all be done online, Cam, it looks like it's all going to be done through Ticketmaster. 
Yeah. I'm going to say yeah, that's so. what I did. I did Ticketmaster, but I mean, I, I could be wrong. And and does being a Ticketmaster customer demand that you are internet savvy then and you've got the, the appropriate piece of kit? Can you not phone Ticketmaster up and order some nope. tickets? All online. So Ticketmaster, um, for those that all wanted to tickets, do this right now. Well, after the podcast. Yeah, that's um, it. after the podcast. You need now. to, if you've not already got one, set yourself a Ticketmaster account up. You can. There's an app on the on your mobile, or there is a website. Uh, just Google Ticketmaster, and it'll come up. You need to, yeah, either download the app or go through the website. Set yourself an account up. It just saves you doing it tomorrow when you want to buy your tickets. It's not going to be a sellout, but if you want to get tickets in a specific place, then you need to be on it quite quickly. See, I do like it in some respects because you know you'd be able to choose where you where you sit. You'd be able to you know sit with your friends and stuff like that. Whereas before, it's uh, you know it was all depending on which window you went to and, and, and very much having to go together. Although there will be a few supporters, Clive, that will be a little bit disappointed that they can't go to you know, the club itself and buy the tickets because not everybody's got the internet, but it's the modern day we live in. Well, it may well be, but I... I, I and I don't want to come over as a grumpy old fart here, but the, the thing is there are a lot of people out there that are not internet savvy. They don't, they're in a cash culture. They don't actually use credit cards and debit cards routinely. They certainly don't have a phone which they can use to to uh, to transact on in a way that they, they feel left out and, 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 and if you like, uh, out of the group. And I would hate to think that somebody that wanted to go to watch this game felt unable to go because they couldn't access tickets. Um, and I think it, it's a sad reflection of society if you do that. You know, but there again, that's me wandering off onto my uh, grumpy old man phase. I think I'm not OK see. with it. And I, if anybody's struggling with it, I mean, I'm more than happy to help out with, with yeah, yeah, things yeah. With people. But, but um, I, I think, you know, by comparison, the SSA have, have said, well, we're going to be selling tickets for this game because... Otherwise, it'll be chaos when the coaches are being loaded, and uh, and they're going to do them through the club shop, and they're going to have their surgeries in in Sandy Pates as well. So they can do no more. And I think they recognise that a lot of their clients, and a lot of their regular travellers, like the old-fashioned idea just, around. Just for clear, just for clear and clarity, emphasis that is travel tickets. That's uh, travel tickets game, only, yeah. not a match ticket for those. No, this uh, is simply your right to use the SSA coach. Yes. Yeah. And it means they, don't be, they won't be collecting money on the day on the coach. It'll, it'll all be done up, up front, as it were. Mm, yes. Which, when you consider, they're going to have to order more coaches than they would normally do and speculate quite a lot of money. It's right that that should be done in that way. And then you look at it also from a ticketing point of view, the the carnage that it caused just getting playoff tickets for the for the home leg and then the away leg and all the hassle that everybody had having to queue for hours and hours and hours and hours. But that was di that was directly down, down to the fact there was a limited number, a very limited yes, number of tickets. Yes, but also because it was the club dealing with it itself, whereas anything that's at Wembley, no matter who it's for, no matter what promoter, Wembley only deal through Ticketmaster. So there is a, I think it's a £2.30 admin charge on the thing, but it... It, it essentially it means that the club don't have to worry because it's basically the EFL have gone. Hey, you, you don't have to deal with the tickets. Wembley deals with it. And feet up, basically. Yeah, yeah. but it's so it's a good thing. It's it's a good thing. Yes, people might struggle with it, but there is plenty. It's like I'm going to play devil's advocate. Here's what probably would be a good idea. 
would be because obviously we're all saying you know we'd be happy to help people if if you know they they're struggling to get a ticket online or they don't have the capacity to do that what the club should do is the club should potentially offer to do that so if somebody did want to to get a ticket they could then go to the club shop and uh, the club shop staff would be happy to do it do it for them but i guess that's uh, another point for another time nathan i'm going to come back to you making sure that you're not falling asleep because uh, obviously we can't see you uh, let's uh, go back a little bit to uh, to last night and the uh, uh, i suppose i don't know unexpected celebrations uh, in the end maybe we're all being a bit pessimistic before the game but all of us uh, yeah all right maybe maybe me than more than some others but to be fair nathan you know Last night we got the job done, and it, as as a Stags fan, it's just amazing to see the journey that we've been on, this position that we're now in, to be able to be sitting here talking about getting a ticket to go to Wembley rather than you know missing out. It's insane, really. I mean, you know, first of all, you know, last night you say getting getting the job done. Um, you know, I'm not not quite as pessimistic as you, but I I certainly didn't expect a clean sheet. Um, I thought it was going to be. A lot harder, and I thought I was going to, be, you know, I was having to outscore them really. So to to win in that manner was 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 superb, and, and a bit of a different manner that we've not, you know, we we've not really seen for for a long time. So it's it's reassuring to see that we can do that that sort of uh, sort of game. But as a, you know, in a in a more general term for the whole season, to as we keep mentioning to to go from where we were. You know, end of October time. Well, at Northampton to to where we are, where we are now, and to actually, you know, with a few games left, to even be with a, a shout of automatics as well. Um, you know, I think it's just got you got to you got to applaud what what they've all managed to do. Um, and I think hopefully in in the future, if we do hit rough patches, it it might level people out a little bit more, and not get them to you know panic as as much as as, as what they as we know they can do. Uh, you know. A rough patch can just be that a rough patch. It's not you know you don't have to self destruct and uh, and 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 fire the trigger on on managers. We a bit of longevity and uh, patience can 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 pay off for you. Yeah, patience is a virtue. I think I've shown enough patience now to go back to Alan Wilson to uh, do this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't get us kicked off of copyright. <laughs> Don't worry, Craig. You'll, you'll be the first one to get sent to peace. Oh, dear. Well, I've got the music ready for you, mate. So it has to be the Mark Cowan version. And uh, but I've got the music ready. I'll, you know, me and Cowan edit it all together. Um, yeah. Utilise his skills a little bit. We'll put some commentary in there. I think we've got to make this happen. You know, we said it as a joke, but I think we've actually got yeah. to make it happen, happen, haven't we? I'm, I'm quite happy to have a go. But I'll, I'll, be, back, I'll be a backing singer. Yeah, I'm not really averse. I'm not really averse, hundred percent, with the song. So I will get it downloaded, listen to the song, and then I'll be able to put the lyrics to it, and then I'll leave it to your lads. Alan, get it blasting out on the bin wagon. Yeah, on the bin wagon, everywhere you go, and everybody will be singing it with you. And before you know where you are, it'll be in your head. Absolutely, it is. It is one of those that does get in your head a little bit, but. It's I get it's my my bin collections tomorrow. So if I if I wake up at six six thirty a.m. to walking in with all these blokes saying <laughs> walking in Memphis outside my room, waking up my child, there's going to be trouble, or I'm going to join in. I don't know which. Hey, Alan, no biscuits. And it's round one tomorrow, not round three. Alan, no biscuits in the uh, in the lyric either on this one. There won't be any biscuits. Just <laughs> can I just no, say put no, a biscuit in there, like. You know, if you can get John Joe likes um, what 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 was John Joe's favorite biscuit? Oh, yeah, 
chocolate hobnobs. Chocolate if, you, if you get John Joe likes chocolate hobnobs and not caravans, that'd be great. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah. go, can I just go back, Craig, and, and pick on uh, Cam's expertise here? Um, <laughs> if I if I go to Ticketmaster and I want to buy, let's say, four tickets, um, and I, I do it on my phone, then they send me the digital ticket to my phone. And then I just waggle that in front of a, a, a scanner at the, at, the, uh, at the stadium when I go in through the turnstile. That's fine. What about the other three people I've bought tickets for? Do I have to keep passing my phone back or can we do printed tickets? Yeah. You've, been, you've used Ticketmaster quite clearly. You must have used them because you feel very confident about it. With, with Wembley's ticket scanners, they're not a, a square scanner that like sits outside of a, a unit. It's um, like an insert where you just put your... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've no, seen them no, 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 all the day. You don't need to do that. You literally... It, you, yeah, so literally bar, that's what I've just done. Your barcode will be on a ticket and you shove it in. It's it's simple. Yeah, like but, that. Like that. Well, okay. But, um, yeah, it, it's quite simple. Uh, you can... As far as I'm aware, transfer it to other people, but yeah, you it's can, just a case of you might just have to pass, keep passing your phone back, or you can print them off. It creates an individual barcode for as everything. long as it can be printed off. I think most people who are a bit locked in the analog world, like some people I can think of, um, they would be feel more comfortable. They've got something tangible in their hand that they can uh, show. Oh. We'll look after it's you. It's not like you young know. people smirking at us old folks. It's, that's the reality. We're in. I'm going to have to take my granddaughter with me if I need to get through these turnstiles quite clearly. Don't worry. We'll look after you and we'll make sure Wembley have a, a, a parking space for your horse and carriage as well. Don't worry. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should bring this uh, rambling nonsense to uh, its uh, natural conclusion. Of course, we will be back later in the week for a full-on Wembley preview podcast. We'll head inside the dressing room and hear from those uh, inside the Stakes camp. We'll get your views as well. We may even have some special content for you as well from uh, from former players. Stay tuned to your podcast feeds tomorrow, by the way, because one of my heroes uh, is doing a little bit of a, uh, a thing. We uh, recorded it later on. It's that guy there. It's it's yeah. It's that one. The one, um, so uh, yeah, we'll have a little bit from him uh tomorrow as well. We'll have some extra content coming your way all throughout the can, week, so make sure can you I just say to Mansfield that, that yes, was useless, can. that was useless to me and to everybody else actually listening on, on podcast only, yeah. But if you know me, you know who I was referring to. So if you had to have a guess at who I was referring to, who would you say? Well, it's one of two, but I'm gonna probably say Neil McKenzie. Well, there you go. So you see, so you do. Well, know that's because I know you, you, unfortunately. But not everybody, you know. But we, this is a Wembley emergency podcast. We're going to have new listeners. Just, just thinking about those out there. Come on, sort the, sort it out. Well, listen, I, I've got to go and feed the horse for my horse and cart in a minute, Nathan. <laughs> Can I just say, in all, in all, in all sincerity, I hope your bum heels up all right. <laughs> 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 and is uh, another useless piece of visual gesturing. Uh, <laughs> Clive, this is a family show. Keep, please keep. Well, Jason keep, can't see that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, but he'll know exactly what you did. Let's let's leave it there. You two can have an argument. Luckily, you can't see what I'm doing back. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you are tenfold as well. Alan, get, if you, you've got your note, I'm sure you got a piece of paper halfway through that, didn't you? Anyway, to start scribbling. 
Yeah. He's even started some lyrics. Have you got some lyrics already? Yes. Right, come on. Right, right, no. Right. No, 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 no. One no. line. One line. No, not until it's ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Alan. Please, one line. You've got to keep no. the people waiting. Not until it's ready. Oh, Alan Wilson. I keep, keep you on tenterhooks. You are an absolute tease. You're also a legend. <laughs> as is Clive, as is Nathan. Cam's all right sometimes as well. I will just say, Craig, you know, obviously, if the, if the fans are going to get it on board and sing it down Wembley Way, whatever, it's got to be short and sweet. It's not yeah. going to be too long. Yeah, we, we, you know, we're not going to make it a full-on song, but we'll, we'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do a short version, which, which people can sing. Yeah. And we'll do a full version with stuff edited in, like, commentary, crowd chances. Yeah, yeah. We'll get it sorted. Anyway, yeah. my thanks to Alan, my thanks to Clive, my thanks to the injured stag, Nathan Edge, my thanks to Cam Felton as well, my thanks to you guys at home for watching, for sharing what has been a rambling mess of a podcast. There's only one way to end this show, really, and it's by clicking this button right here and reminiscing over just under 24 hours ago, when I'm not sure if you heard or not, but Mansfield Town booked their place at Wembley. Good night. Neutral wins it in the midfield for Mansfield. Four for Aikens. Needs to find a pass. Oh, Here is Stephen Quinn. Oh, Stephen Quinn will be onside. Shoot it though. He's onside. Ball it towards the end. Get it there. To the head. Come on. Stephen Quinn was in an upside. What a goal. But Elliot it wasn't. Stayed onside. Rolling into the middle. Northampton nil. Stags one. Terrific. Terrific from JJ there. Absolutely into Atkins. Atkins put a stripped ball through. Quinn was offside. And he Intelligently, he left it. Hewitt, who was one side, got onto it, pulled the ball back, and Macca made the run across. And that's why I think he's the best attacking left back in this league. And what a great finish. And what a position this person, this has come from, was calming the game down, taking the sting out of the game. Absolutely fantastic. What a great time to score. Now, now it's important. Now it's important for the next 10 minutes that we are solid. That's it! That's it! That's it! That's it! That's it! Town by three goals to one on aggregates. Book your tickets. The stags are going to Wembley. Come on! The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.